everybody, and welcome to another podcast from the Scheduling Institute. My name is Doug. I'm a clinical trainer here, and along with me, I have Lindsay and Melanie. How are you guys doing today? Hey, Doug. Doing well. Excited to be back and working with the two of you again on our podcast. Hi, teams. It's Melanie. The Dream Team is back to deliver another podcast, and we're really excited to share this content with you because it's really relevant to where your offices are, as well as things that we've had to do as well. So we're glad to be back. So today we are going to talk about resetting our goals. Can you guys believe it's the third quarter? So let's talk about reflecting and resetting where we are today. Yeah, I think it's so important coming back and reflecting and resetting on our goals at this point in time. I know how diligently we've all worked it to really craft what was our 2020 goals, but currently we're facing some unfamiliar territory and we really need to reevaluate our goals. And I think that's apparent and obvious to the three of us today, but just thinking about where we're at and how we can reframe that and structure it. It's no one's really faced this in our current lifetime for most of us that are still in the working environment. I know other people have faced um, pandemics in the past, um, but really looking at how we can review and track and be flexible and reinforce and set some new goals based off where we are today. Yeah, I think this is a great time to really just take a second and kind of acknowledge where we've been because things have been really different for everyone. And it's a really great time to just kind of hit the reset button and switch our focus and really pivot to looking forward and where we're going. You know, do our goals that we made, do they still make sense? Because we can't compare, you know, quarter one to quarter three and expect to be where we were. We have to be careful not to get down and think that we're not being productive because there have been some changes. Definitely, definitely. And I think like you're saying, Doug, it's hard for us to sometimes reframe and refocus. And like Melanie said, hit the reset button because we started out the year so strong for many of us in January, February. And now it's like, I don't want to lose my determination or my previous engagement of my goals, but it's like, where do I sit down to restart and what's achievable to me at this point? Yeah, absolutely. And some great questions to ask yourself as we're starting to look forward and really looking kind of keeping the end game in mind is, you know, have you looked at your numbers returning to work? And have you looked at your goals? Other things to ask yourself are, have your priorities changed since coming back? Have your priorities changed from really being goal oriented to maybe right now our focus is safety oriented and some of our goals have really not reflected the changes in our office? What distractions are keeping you from the things that are most important? I think these are really great questions to ask as we start to pivot and really start thinking with that end in mind. Absolutely. And all three of us have now been into multiple offices around the country. What are you seeing, Lindsay and Melanie, some changes that are, have been made that we never had to deal with before? Like, what are you seeing on the road? You know, I think one of the most important things that I've seen and just having conversations with some of the teams out there is a lot of them felt like they were failing already before they even got back to the business. And they're thinking, our goals are crushed. What are we even going to do? And they've quickly realized by preparing and resetting and thinking about what your safety procedures are and what needs to be done to best serve the team and the patients that are coming in, that they've had some of their best days yet and really need to shift their mindset to we can control what we need to control if we have a good attitude about it. And if you're setting that up and communicating well, you're going to see that success and have to just create new goals around that. Yeah, absolutely, Lindsay. And I think actually you said this when you were back on the road right before I got back on the road, but I can 
say with 100% certainty, the offices that I have been in were really worried about their new patient numbers and a lot of cancellations on their schedule. And what they found is almost opposite. And people are really excited about getting treatment and hungry for treatment because there's been a period where they haven't had access to that. And because health is really on the forefront of people's minds right now, they are really invested in getting the things done that they know will help keep them healthy. I've also seen a really different side of teams than I've seen in a long time. I think at the beginning of the year, people were so busy, offices were so busy that there was getting to be some burnout on teams. And now that we've had that time away from our teams and that time away from the culture and so much time with our families, I've seen teams really excited to get back in their offices, focus on providing safe patient care, excellent patient care, and really working towards new goals with a new enthusiasm that I wasn't seeing at the beginning of the year. Yeah, those are great. And from some of the offices that I've been in, we, they talked about time and trying to manage their time. And as hygienists, all three of us here are hygienists. And that's always something that we've had to deal with as time. And some of these teams are struggling with, well, now we have to set up more things and we have to be you know, more compliant with OSHA and these other standards or these new things that are coming out. And some of the hygienists are feeling like we never had time before. Now we really don't have time. And so what are some goals that we could set to work through those? Do you have any ideas on those? I think the most important thing is if you haven't had the conversation yet, or if it's even just you and your department is really write out the bullet points of what you need to change or what needs to be reevaluated and make sure that you can allocate the time to it. I don't think that there needs to be an extra half an hour if you create a plan, right? But you can utilize the time that you do have with the patient and be really successful if you break that down and look at where do I need to set time and how do I prioritize the time that I do have. And I really think it's different everywhere you go. It really just depends on what your office is currently doing. I think one of the biggest takeaways from this section is not to let your goals fall by the wayside but we're gonna to have to set new goals, right? We have to see how much has changed. We have to see if we are adding a half an hour to an appointment, or maybe we're not adding the same services that we used to because we can't right now. So making sure that we're really intentional about what products and services we have to offer to our patients, always making sure we're offering them the best quality of care. And if we're feeling like we're short on time, I know when we made this transition off of the road, for me, it was kind of uncharted territory. So I really had to map out my day. What did my day look like from the time I woke up until the time that I was done working? Because you can get so distracted with so many other things that didn't used to be factors in our everyday life that are now. So that might be helpful writing out your hygiene appointment. And if we're not polishing, how much extra time does that give you? If we're not polishing, maybe we can use that time to do the extra cleaning that we need to. So do we really need to shorten our appointment times? But really taking a look at that office by office, setting new goals, because we don't want to just be surviving, guys. We always want to strive to thrive. So always be pushing for the next extra inch to keep us engaged and to keep us working towards something. Yeah, I love it. I think a lot of teams need to write up what their priorities are, especially if you have multiple hygienists. What do you have to do? And what, if you run out of time, what are you going to let go? Because sometimes you're not going to fit everything in. So you prioritize them, 
I love that. And remember, like when we teach and mix the services training, for those of you that have had it, is thinking with that entrepreneur mindset. Don't sit there and wait around for the doctor to tell you how your hygiene visits go. You just, as a team, just what are you going to do differently and make sure everyone's on the same page, prioritize it. And another thing that I thought about too is, well, you're going to have these patients coming in and they love to talk to you before, now even more than ever, they're going to come in and most of these people have not been in social settings for months. So they are going to sit there and talk and talk to you about things. And you could easily let that appointment time pass really quickly. You got to remember your patients are going to be coming in and talking to you about everything under the sun. We thought that they did that before. They're really going to. So you have to stay really focused on time, still bringing them that high quality of care and patient education. Key. But how are you going to do that? You better write down step by step what things are going to take. Write down, like uh, Melanie, you were saying, if, if we're not polishing now, we saved how much time? If we can't do certain, if we can't use the Cavitron, does that mean hand scaling is going to take us longer? How long is that going to take us? And you're going to say, well, everyone's different. I get that. What's the ideal? What it, set it up. What is the perfect scenario? And I, I think something cool to think about too is don't get stuck on the time, but think about how you can communicate this with the rest of your team, whether that be in the morning huddle or even before the patient arrives. When I've had the opportunity to talk to teams and they're saying, we've had these fantastic wow days where we've beat goals and we've served our patients amazing. And what they've been able to do is really convey the safe and health and being proactive mindset with their patient first and saying, you know, you have these needs from both the doctor and the hygienist when you're in our practice. And what we can do is schedule you for multiple things on the same day, potentially around the same time frame, and really get them all done to limit the exposure of you coming into our dental office too, if that's a priority or concern of theirs. And it's a huge opportunity. I think it's finally been thrown to the forefront of dentistry because we are number one on the list of somewhere that maybe is a concern for people, but instead it becomes an opportunity when you provide the fact that, hey, we can do multiple treatments and different things for you all on the same day from different providers to get the things you need and help you get healthier faster. Why wait when we can do it now? Absolutely. Such a great point, Lindsay. I have seen offices really thrive and really um, strive to hit same-day services, and patients have been more open now more than ever to same-day services. So that, that's a great point. What do you guys think about why it's so important for offices to still have goals? What do you think, Doug? We got to look back and say, hopefully we had goals before. If you didn't have goals before, definitely got to have them now. And a lot of people get confused between goals and priorities. And these goals need to be realistic. They need to be measurable. They need to be something that you're striving for, something that's difficult to get to. You know, whereas priorities are like we were talking about before priorities are like what are you going to do you know during that hygiene visit what's the purpose behind that priority but more than ever if we don't have those goals i feel like it's very easy to fall into a failure because a lot of people felt like during this pandemic thing that was going on we felt like we were sitting around a lot and that can be depressing what we don't want to do is get back into the work and feel that same kind of feeling. We want to push ourselves and say, yes, we can hit those goals. 
Yeah, I think you're hitting the nail on the head there, Doug, with, you know, our priorities are the things that give us our daily purpose and why we became hygienists and work in the dental field. But we need to have goals that we can measure to know if we're actually getting patients healthier and where they need to be. Are they accepting the treatment and the needs that we find? So if you aren't hitting your goal right now because of the new normal that we're facing, that shouldn't be a sign of failure that's an awareness that we need to change and reestablish and look at these next 90 days and think, what can I control and what can I do right now in this moment? And it's get patients healthy. And daily goals are so important for culture. Would you guys agree? Just having something to celebrate together is so important. Yeah, you have to celebrate wins. At the end of the day, you got to admit like, wow, we made that goal or we got so close. What can we do differently to hit that goal? And you got to reflect back and think, what are some of the things that we did before when we did hit goals? We can still do those things. Now, you may not be able to compare last year's numbers at this time to this year's numbers at this time, but if we know the priorities, we can set these goals, push us and reach to those. Well, and I think what I've seen with teams to be really successful is Right now, it's really hard to set an end-of-the-year goal because we still have our end-of-the-year goal that we set in January that isn't quite as relevant right now. But having teams that have daily goals, monthly goals, and quarterly goals has been something they could get really excited about. Because as humans, we hate uncertainty. We loathe it, and we're all being called to live at an incredibly high level of uncertainty right now. So not losing sight of how important it is to take a second and acknowledge our hard work and celebrate together. You know, break it down into those milestones. How are you going to achieve those goals right now? How are you going to achieve them next week, in the month, and in the quarter? Making a calendar, planning for success, blocking off time on your calendars. What else would be helpful for teams as far as establishing their plan? We want you to be thinking how Doug and you and Melanie have both said it, what can we control until the rest of 2020? You don't have to get down or upset about it. It's just saying with where we're at now, what can we actually control? Having a hygiene calendar is going to be really important because same thing. If we have our goals, if we have our quarterly goals, if we have our monthly goals, we don't want to lose sight of that. And so really keeping track of this is what we're going for when we hit this day and this is what we do to celebrate, I think is really important for resetting and kind of getting our thinking out of what's just happening right in front of us and looking further out. So even if as a team we're not quite ready to look completely at the end game, we have to get our thinking around future-oriented, goal-oriented, what we're, we're still striving for and not get caught up in all the negativity and all the uncertainty that's around us right now and really stay focused on the end game. And a lot of it too goes back to your original commitment for your hygiene department and for yourself as a hygienist is to say, how do I best prepare for my patients? And it's going back and chart reviewing and seeing what is on their um, patient forms to say, hey, you have treatment needed. We don't lose what we do as a hygienist. You don't lose education or any of this information because we have more or different PPE and safety measures. It's still saying, prep your calendar, look at the things that the patients need and provide that information to them to offer those opportunities still at this point. Yeah, exactly. And what do you think some of the biggest barriers are gonna be for some of the hygienists that are coming back to work? How can we eliminate or delegate some of our activities to make sure that we fulfill our goals? 
you know, I think the main thing is to really sit down as a team or a department and think about what are the goals that we need to have, evaluate what happened, take a critical look at it, but be honest about what we need to do moving forward from today and being open with that. And again, not feeling like you failed because those goals or those challenges are different each and every day, but looking at it and saying, hey, let's really continue this momentum because we can control it right? When we think back to even the two economy system that we think about so many times, it's you can control what you need to control and it's up to you. It's not you versus anything else out there. Whenever we've had a failure in life, typically we're the one that participated in that, right? So just finding the way to have a good attitude and the right mindset and really shift and pivot your department back to let's treat and get our patients healthy. Yeah, and I mean, even if that means that we stick really close to the, with the systems and processes that we already have in place, right? We don't want, um, we know you guys worked really hard at getting those systems and processes in place, which are there to make work a lot easier for you and a lot smoother. And I think what happens in times of chaos is we just go back to doing what we know how to do, which we know how to treat patients and we know hygiene doctors know dentistry and we lose sight of some of the things that were put in place to make our lives easier and just kind of go on autopilot and do what we know how to do best. So as a team member, as a team leader, it's really important to kind of set the mindset of we had these systems and processes in place to help us and making sure that we don't let all of that go when things get chaotic. Yes, and we want you hygienists to continue to treat patients like you know that we, they need to be treated. Please don't let what happened in the past think that you have to change the way you do dentistry. Don't sit there and go, they probably don't have money for flora. They can't afford dentistry now because we don't know their personal situations. Practice hygiene like you did before by giving the, the greatest patient care. Fluoride is still important. Getting restorative work is still important to do regardless of anyone's financial situation. Don't let that be a barrier to you. Practice it like you know it should be practiced. And I think there's some important things to take away from this podcast and to be thinking about moving forward and, you know, ask yourself, are you with the right people doing the right activities in the environment you want to be that support your goals? I mean, think about all the distractions that we've currently faced, maybe when we've been at home or now that we're transitioning back into our work roles and it's what's still the most important to me? Am I actually focused on those? Do my priorities need to change? And I think one of the biggest ones that we've all been guilty of right now is we're overcomplicating so many things. And just like Doug's saying with not making assumptions about patients and putting barriers on them before they're even there, simplify it and know that I'm here to educate, offer them the best opportunity to get healthy. And I have the means to do that and don't let any sort of barrier come up to that. It's presented the way you would because we have to put patient care first, regardless of what we may be facing. So to sum this all up, Melanie, what do we need to focus on? So let's kind of recap everything that we talked about today, evaluating where we are right now, what our schedules look like, how many patients a day we're seeing and make sure that we're setting new goals. And we don't want our goals to be ones that we can hit without any effort. We still want to be striving, guys. We still want to be growing. So set goals that challenge you. Make sure we don't let those systems and processes that we know work so well 
fall on to the wayside. So we still want to be planning our day. Let's make sure in morning huddle that we're still talking about the daily gap, even if that looks different and making sure that we can utilize that same day treatment and let our patients know this is a great opportunity to not have to come back to the office if we get everything done at the same time. Always making sure we're preparing. So our preparation may look different right now, but we still need to be preparing, doing our chart audits, making sure we're planning our day and making sure we know that maybe we might be called to do a little bit more on this side, but we may have extra time in our schedule if we're not doing this particular procedure now. So making sure that we're really intentional with our time, with our patients and with our schedules and having a calendar. We don't want to lose sight of how important that is, celebrating as a department and really trying to keep that culture up, even if things look really different right now. And simplify things, right? Making sure we try to keep this as simple as possible and keeping the right people around you. That's really important. I know for us now, having the right people around us, this podcast, this little dream team that we have is always uplifting to me. And so make sure you have those people around you that help keep you in a better place and help keep you focused on forward momentum and positivity. Yes, Melanie, I love it when you said forward momentum and positivity. Don't listen to the naysayers about stuff that could happen bad in the future. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. So let's just run as if it's going to be awesome and don't get discouraged. Yeah, and I, I agree with you guys too, you know, thinking about change is inevitable. We all know that. And it's how you handle and react to it. You can work with what you're presented or work against it. And what we've been able to accomplish today is work with what you've got and make it a new goal and a better goal and have a great outcome for 2020 still. Feel free to reach out to us at any time at hygiene at schedulinginstitute.com. And we hope to see you again on another podcast. Bye guys. Thanks. Bye teams. Bye.